0: Welcome to hour number two of the Internet Advisor. Hi, I'm Foster Brown, your co-host here, along with Gary Baker, Ed Riddell, and Cal Carson. Lots of experience in studio here to answer your question. Yes, that's what this second hour of our live program is all about. You get to call 800-859-0957. That's 800-859-WJR. Call us, please, and we will get down to answering your questions. Simple or complex, we'd love to do it, and you have no idea how many people you're helping. We're glad to be back here on uh, the radio live on WJR. We'll be here during this uh, late spring and through the summer. And uh, every Saturday from 4 to 6, God willing, in the crick, don't rise. My God, I have to say a <laughs> woohoo to that because I tell
1: you, it's nothing like being live <laughs> uh, versus being dead. Of course. Yes. In
0: any case, uh, now, Cal, you got a couple things coming up that you wanted to shamelessly plug. Oh, shameless plug number one.
1: <laughs> uh, of course, every month we had the Mac Group meeting uh, over in at the Birmingham Temple over in Farmington uh, Hills, Michigan. And uh, this month we're going to talk about how to watch TV on your Mac and iOS Ooh. devices.
0: That, for cord cutters, that's where I want to go. Yep. That is, I am doing so much more of that. Excellent.
1: In addition to that, we're also going to have some friends in from uh, Crash Plan that's going to talk about uh, doing uh, cloud backups as well.
0: Now, that was one of the other things I want to talk to you about because my uh, subscription to Carbonite is running out, and frankly, I'm a little fed up with some of the things about Carbonite, so that would be something I want to, I'm going to see if I can be there, get permission from my... My wife. <laughs> well,
1: if next people, you, you Next can Sunday. Next that. Sunday. That's uh, next Sunday on the 27th. Uh, it's it 3 p.m. 3 p.m. If you come at two, you get to take advantage of our genius uh, Ooh, table, early. Okay. and you can bring in all sorts of questions. Everyone is welcome. You don't have to have a Mac to come to the meeting.
0: Oh, wonderful! And I think your first meeting is free, right?
1: Yes, always. And then after that, how much is it to belong or to... Well, it starts off with a membership of $35 a year, and it can go up to a lifetime membership if you want to pay one flat rate.
0: Okay, good. All right. your second plug, your second shameless plug? Well, my second shameless plug (laughs) is more
1: me than anything else. Uh, I belong to the Rosedale Community Players, and we're having our third play of the season, and that one will be titled Superior Donuts. It's by Tracy Letts, (laughs) and... It's a, it's a it's a drama and comedy mixed together about a donut shop in Chicago in, in the year 2000 and some of the things that are going on in it. like fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. Uh, they actually talked me into being in it, when they said donuts, I said, yeah. I'm oh, all yeah, bad. I'm there. All day. Yeah, so I get to play a cop, so that oh, means uh, donuts God, are going to be a natural. Don- donuts I knew, are... the,
2: I knew that had to be in there somewhere. Right? So
1: I mean, if they it, go to yeah. com, you can order your tickets online, and uh, mm. we'll be doing that for three weekends, uh, starting with See, the 25th. 20- countless-
0: Cal is our Easter ham. That's what he's doing here. Hey, oh, guys,
1: yes. All oh, pork. We
0: have a, a caller online with us, John from Oxford, who also wrote us an email uh, before the program, and he's got a special question about some data that he has and ways of storing it. John, thank you so much for joining us. How
3: are you guys doing today?
0: Good. Now, you have some big, I mean, big with a capital B, spreadsheets, right? That's correct. Okay. And here's what's your question in particular?
3: Well, really what I'm looking to do is find out what the next step for me would be beyond Excel in order to program them into a, a different type of a format that okay. might be a, a little more reliable and a little more in, uh, user-friendly.
0: Okay.
2: So, um, John, what are you doing with these spreadsheets?
3: Uh, they're basically um, visual manufacturing templates. So in other words, you're scheduling production in real time, reporting results in real time, that type of thing.
2: Okay, and you're using them for you you're using them for a client or for yourself? Yeah, well, okay.
3: for small manufacturers.
2: Okay, and uh, you've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh What version of Excel are you using?
3: Uh, right now, I'm using uh, seven.
1: Okay. Um. Okay, I'd is, is this, this something? It's a 64-bit version. Okay, okay. Is this something that you do over a network, or is it something on a standalone machine?
3: No, it's just a, it's a, well, you can do it on a standalone machine, but I suppose if you had a network, you could do it.
1: Okay, because the, my first thought was this, and after reading the question, number one, I would think that if you want to go to the next step, it seems like, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, you've pushed Excel to its very limit at this particular point. And I think probably you you should consider doing a database program as opposed to doing a spreadsheet program. My natural thought would be go from Excel to Microsoft Access, Mm -hmm. which will probably import a lot of those sheets and some of the macros that will go along with it. The other side of the coin is do you know anything about Microsoft Access? And if you don't, I would probably recommend you... uh, taking a look at a place like New Horizons Computer Center oh, yeah. may maybe uh, taking a course out there and see whether or not that's something that's going to work for you. Okay. Ed, do you have
0: any thoughts on uh, handling this?
1: No. You know,
4: I, I, I get a lot of bad-mouthing about using Microsoft Access from a lot of people. And hmm. and, and they use what, what? what's the preferred template now? Is it like SQL, Gary?
2: Yeah, I would use SQL if you're going to have more than one person use it at a time, right? Right. Um, and that's the problem with Access. It, it's a great little database, but it's a, a little personal database. If you're really going to use this for, you know, a couple different people, somebody in the head office, somebody out in the shop, um, you probably want to to take a step, jump over Access, and use SQL. Okay. O- okay, so sequel will be an
0: alternate alternative too. Right. No, it it costs okay. a
2: little bit more, but not you know not a lot more. Se- now
4: who makes? I'm sorry, Gary, I don't know this. Who makes sequel? SQL is a Microsoft. Product. It is all, It is also all Microsoft, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times when you take the courses, they give you a free one year student subscription if you they take give, right. Yes. And
2: and actually, if you get a developer version, yeah. um, you'll get access, and you'll get a SQL Server with the developer license as well.
1: Yeah. And okay. the other the other thing about uh, uh, New Horizons that you might be able to do because they used to do this back in the olden days, <laughs> back when they used to invent software. Uh, if you call them, they may allow you to sit in on a on a class, as opposed to actually having to sign up for it, maybe one or two sessions. That'll give you an idea of where you need to go.
3: Okay. Very good.
1: All right. So there's okay. some, I- some ideas for
0: you, John. I hope that they uh, prove uh, helpful. Stay and in cal- touch with us. Too. Yeah. We're going to try to uh, get some of the people in from New Horizons. As a matter of fact, we're scheduling a little later on this month, the beginning of next, mm-hmm. uh, the head of New Horizons, so we can talk about them as a place to go for get this kind of training. And so uh, a great plug for them as well. <laughs> Here's a plug for you. Our phone number, 800-859-0957, is open for your question. And uh, thank you very much for being here with us. If, if by the way, you just kind of strolled by and suddenly ran into this program called the Internet Advisor, yeah, during the spring and summer months, we are here live every Saturday from 4 to 6. And we have a whole host of people in studio to help answer your questions. That's what Hour 2 is dedicated to. And the number to get in touch with us is 800-859-0957. Toll free, 800 859 WJR Zero WJR. That's the way you get hold of us. And please don't feel that you've got to have some really complicated question or that your question is too simple. Very often, that's exactly the kind of question that we need to be answering because there's a whole bunch of people out there who need to hear that answer. So, again, please do call us at 800-859-0957 right now. I will be here until 6 o'clock today to answer your questions. And, uh, Andy, for, we'll be getting to you for just in just a moment. Guys, I'm testing out a, um, a Nokia, thanks to AT&T, a Nokia uh, 1520, which is the 6-inch monster phone. Eddie and I were, were look, uh, looking yep. at it as I was coming in in the car. It's enormous. As a matter of fact, I'll pass it around to the guys in the studio. Is that it.
1: what you would call a phablet?
0: It, no. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's a phablet, because, but it is the biggest uh, of the of the phones that I've ever handled, so it's even and I, can, I have gorilla hands, and I still have trouble getting my hands around it. Okay. Is is it bigger than the Note? No, I don't think so.
4: Yeah, okay.
0: It, it, it looks about it. I'm taking it out of my bag, bag now, to yes. pass it down to Gary so he can okay. see it. And uh Right. Press the button on all the right middle. i'm going to hold this up to the microphone for the folks at home
2: okay it is as big <laughs> as a amazing. shoe yeah. Well, I, I brought
0: it up only because in spanish they have i've been uh, i'm bilingual in spanish and the word that they use for this is tablefono instead of a tableta or a telefono they call it a tablefono which i think well, is a marvelous yeah. word nice play on words isn't it yeah. a nice play on words and because that's what it is it's kind of a tablet but it's also a phone and uh, imagine holding that up to your ear to make a call <laughs> Unfortunately, one of the comments on it is that the 1520, as cool as it is, I love it for reading. It's good for reading and for watching video kind of things. It's bigger.
2: It's got a really nice photograph of you and Jenny on it, too. Yes, it does. (laughs) It's a nice,
0: but its screen size is wonderful. It takes beautiful pictures, by the way. Absolutely beautiful pictures with a 20-megapixel camera, which is one of Nokia's strengths. Well, you know, who who,
4: who uses the phone up to their ears? A lot of people still use Bluetooth headpieces. Most new cars come with Bluetooth uh, integrated systems. So, I mean, how how often are we actually talking to people? To be honest
0: with you, how many calls do you make? That's true. Texting and and Texting is I still make quite a few calls. Do you still make a lot of calls? I I I I make more calls than I ever do text. Really? Yeah. It's a reverse for me. I'm getting into the place now where I'm texting far more. Maybe because my kids and my grandchildren are the ones who do that kind of thing. So I don't know. All right. Hey, let's get to our phone calls here. Andy from Livonia is with us. And welcome to the Internet Advisor. Andy, how can we help you?
5: Thank you. Thank you, Foster. Certainly. Uh, a couple, I called in a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and then I sent in a, uh, uh, a email uh, mm-hmm. as to what my problem was. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I'm the guy that uh, went from uh, XP to Windows Seven, and yep. I have a program in XP that uh, I can't access from from Windows oh, uh, f- okay. from Windows Seven. I mean, mm-hmm. now, I- and uh, and so, anyways, uh, so I, I sent in my my problem, yep. and I was wondering, was there any solution to this?
2: Well, there's a couple. So, s- so go ahead. Um, what? Um, do you know that the company that's making the program has decided just not to make it compatible with Windows Seven?
5: Yes. I have called them, yes, and and I said, just too bad, you know. Um,
2: that's strange. So they just wanted to go out of business. What's what's the? Hmm.
5: Good question. I don't know. They they uh, they gave me some other alternative, and uh, but uh, you know it, it it it's it's a different uh, program altogether, and uh, oh. you know, that's okay. Except that I you know I've got uh, a, a lot of data yes
0: that,
4: yes that i got uh, stored and yeah. you
5: know it, it's uh it, it's a problem so yeah, yep. uh but I, I heard you saying uh, well first of all if there is a solution but i remember you saying that uh, there's an emulator
0: yes that, it's a compat i think it's called a compatibility mode and ed you can speak to that better than yeah, I but, can. Um, most of these programs rely on the fact that have you got the
4: original installation media and no, set up you do so, do not so uh, it's going to be difficult to copy it over. I mean, unless this is a, a program where you can just drag the folder that contains the program, you know, the the, the executables and drag it to another computer. I mean, it, as an example, if you had a USB drive and you grabbed the location where this executable was and, you, and then you ran it, I mean, do you have the ability to run it from the flash drive? If the answer is yes, then it'll probably work on Windows 7. But you need the original setup because it not only copies the, the program data in a folder called program files, but it, it modifies the Windows registry, so, it, 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 okay. it Is that Windows dot, files. Okay, so would he have to find the .exe? No, he needs to find the setup or the, the installation disk or the, the CD.
2: So maybe yeah. the company that makes that made this for xp can somehow give you or very cheaply allow you to get the setup disk for the XP. And if they did have that, what could he do with it?
4: Well, then, then if you could find the original installation CD for this program or floppies or whatever it was, then Windows Seven does provide the ability to run uh, what's known as the the troubleshooter. So you can run you basically right mouse click on the program that you would use to install the program and say run the Windows installation troubleshooter. Oh, and wow. and, and or
0: compatibility um, settings.
4: And Or run in compatibility mode. There are three different ways that you I can do I got you. This. Okay, so three different ways
0: to show. Like, so if you went to, if, for instance, in Windows 7. If you they went they
4: all rely on you having the original installation. Ah, video. Okay, okay, that's the bummer. Now, there were companies back when Windows XP and Windows uh, Vista came out where they were saying, um, we'll copy the programs over for you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we'll find out all those dependent programs. We'll, we'll root out where you know the windows settings and the registry settings and you know the you know all the files
0: that were copied you know very i'm wondering if you've uh andy have you ever gone on and googled to see if there was any kind of a uh, a program or website that would allow you to um download an old copy of the installation Yeah, download a copy of this installation or or find a way of of well... transferring it to uh, so it could be used for windows 7
5: well, let, let, me, let me tell you. I, I went on to uh, to the Windows uh, website, mm-hmm. and there is uh, an emulator there. Uh, there's uh, several uh, programs, apparently, but it's all gobbledygook to me.
4: Well, that, that, what?
5: that uh, apparently help you to install an emulator? It says. Uh, well, Windows that, that
4: that's true, but there. But listen to this. You mean you can run a Windows XP mode within Windows Seven? That's fine. But once you do that, I mean basically you're running Windows seven inside of a window in Windows you're running Windows XP in a window of Windows seven. So and it's and it's and it's and it's just like Windows XP. And a lot of people use that when they have old programs that refuse to work on Vista. But do you still need Win7. the install disk? But you still need oh. the install disk. Or if you happen to have an old DOS program, right? Yeah. Which a lot of people did, then it, it would run there as well. But the the key is is have you actually taken this the program and all the executables and taken them to another computer and then tried to run them, copy them into the identical program or the ex- identical folders from one computer to
1: another. And if it works on another XP system without the installation media, it might work. I'm 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 gonna go against wow. that because it, it it I have tried that and there's so many nuances to it that it's ridiculous. But one out of ten times it works. Well yeah, <laughs> okay, <laughs> fine. You could try the Ed Rudell method and it may just work. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's not going to, but Ed is right. You're better off if you can get the installed disk. If you can't get it from the vendor, what I have found in the past to do is I just go out on eBay and search for that software. Oh, Ooh, a good, yeah. great idea. Yeah. On now, wait
5: a minute. When you say installed disk, you mean the installed software that I used to uh, create the data?
1: I'm talking about the yes. original software w- that you bought that you, you installed on your computer cr- and then use that software to create the data. Yes, yep. I've got that. I've oh, got oh. that disk. Okay. Okay, that's okay. what we've been talking I, about. That's what we asked one of the oh,
4: first okay. earlier questions. Okay, and my my fault cuz maybe I didn't make that clear. So, there are two options. You can take that media onto a Windows 7 machine and you can when you plug it in, when you double click on it it, it'll. Try, well, hold on. We'll talk to you after the, What's after got, the commercial but break. But the key,
0: and, and, and I want to make sure after we talk with him on the break, let's come back to let other people know, because I think this is very important, because there's a lot of people out there with special programs on XP who are not being able to do the same thing. Yeah. So we'll talk about that when we come back, but we're going to put you on hold, okay? And we'll see if we can help you offline with some of those details, so that when we come back, we can share that information with the other people out there. Hey, and uh, we've got also Craig from Shelby, Ohio, waiting for us and you. Let me take a moment just to thank people, as we say, behind the glass, who've been working furiously. Ken Tucker was here with us at our first hour. KT, thank you very much for your help behind. Uh, Rich Lozinski's here, and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shannon Bailey as well. Thank you very much, <laughs> all, right, all of you, okay. helping us with the phones and the engineering. We really. Hey guys, you know well, what? Crazy, I want. Have you guys say, uh, the engineers? Do you folks have a copy of that new happiness song somewhere in your uh, in the library? We're gonna see. I love that tune, and I thought maybe we'd go out with that tune. We, happiness seriously. is. It's a wonderful tune. We it's, seriously need a wet, webcam in here, because
1: if you just saw these engineers <laughs> in the glass, it's just... Yes, surreal. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, you know, the that's happiness the, song... Is that, is that that the the we one would never do anything like that. They oh, dance no. all over the world.
0: Yeah. Okay. Is that the one that they played on the Oscar? it's from, it's from uh, Despicable Me 2 and okay. it may have been it's being played everywhere now because it's such a catchy tune and it's from the movie Despicable Me 2 originally but the, the cool <laughs> thing is on YouTube you can find versions of it that have been shot all over the world like uh, they, they have people dancing to it and it's the kind of thing that you can dance it's lovely grandmas and babies and everybody in between can dance to it because it's, it's just kind of like movie body to happy beat and it's really fun oui. it's called Happiness is by Pharrell really? Williams I believe was the original there we go that, that's it, yes. It's just so infectious. The beat is just so infectious. Pardon me, folks. I just. But I thought with the springtime, nice weather out, this is kind of a cool song to have, and we'll we'll come in and out of breaks with it. How's that sound? All yeah, right, just it's this just hour, too happy, you know. I, I <laughs> it's, it's the sugar, Ed. It's, it's the sugar. It's the birthday cake. Gary's birthday cake is doing it to me. <laughs>
2: that must be it. Of course.
0: <laughs> hey, I hope it gets some of you folks out there inclined to give us a call at 800-859-0957 because it's your turn between now and six o'clock. Get your call in here, and we'll get as much help in your way as we possibly can. Hey, guys, from our last caller. Any wrap-up thoughts on how to take these special programs that he's been running in Windows XP? A lot of other people facing this, I think, who have not wanted to do... They, they moved up to Windows 7 or some other program like Vista or maybe Windows 8, and they found it wouldn't work. Eddie, what 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 kind of things can we do? Well, now that we know that he had the original installation media,
4: yeah. it's a much easier. Both Windows 7 and 8 have the ability to run in a compatibility mode where if it fails to install, it will then... Try to emulate an operating system you know or it'll analyze the setup program mm-hmm. and try to emulate it to uh, install so that it'll install properly. sometimes programs fail to install because they, they do this little samples like what version of the Windows are you running and it's looking for XP and it won't and it, it's looking for XP or 2098 mm-hmm. and you say I'm running Windows 7 it goes, I don't understand that that means you're running much too old of an operating system for me to run so Microsoft tricks it into in, in saying okay, I'm running Windows XP whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. And, and In other words, it k- creates kind of like a virtual it. machine well, it, or yeah. a virtual machine. That's, machi-
2: that's a it, technical thing, but it's, so it's not quite that, but you're right. Yes, yeah, it's okay. virtual. Yeah. So, yeah. It can,
0: it can run. But the key to this, folks, the key to this is having that original install disk for that particular program, yes. which fortunately our caller does have... And therefore, we'll and, be able and to. Thank
4: goodness it wasn't floppies, yes.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and 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 if you don't, we were kind of saying, well, maybe the manufacturer might have one, but we forgot to tell them go to eBay or go to some place right. like that. Yeah, came up with that, right? and that was
0: really good. Yeah. Give so, him okay. that answer as well. Okay. Hey, let's go on to our next caller, and that is Craig from Shelby. Thank you very much, Shelby, Ohio. Thank you for calling us here on the Internet Advisor, and how may we help you?
6: Hey, guys, like always, for the last four years, you always come through.
0: All right.
2: Thanks, Greg.
6: Yeah, always. And I recommend, no matter where I travel, I I recommend that uh, they listen to you either uh, through the airwaves or on the Internet. But anyway, here's what I got. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gone into my documents library. I didn't want to take too much time. Okay. But anything with a www, you know, file opening, Mm -hmm. when I get to Adobe, uh, anything I try to open up in Adobe, this is what I get. I'll do it as quick as that I can. Mm-hmm.
4: Okay, okay, you got to explain that part again because what you're he, saying he's going to my documents and anything that starts
0: with www. I, I didn't quite get no, he, anything that has Adobe in it. You're having a hard time opening. Oh, I thought open. he said www. Exactly.
6: Here's what I got. Okay, Adobe Reader could not open unemployment, but because what? it is either not supported file type or because the file has been damaged. Um, Via email attachment, or wasn't correctly decoded. I press OK. Nothing
2: happened. Okay. So he needs a different. Uh, uh, he needs to uninstall Adobe and and reinstall it, or what version of Adobe Reader are you using? Is I have that, no clue. You know that's well, a good that's, point.
1: That's real simple to find out. If you start up Adobe Reader and you go to Help About Adobe Reader, uh, you go to Help on the menu bar and go down to About Adobe Reader. It will tell you what version. Now, how you're can running. he find Adobe on his computer? Well, I look for the big red A. Well, but, uh, on the control panel. Normally, control you could you do start uh, programs if you're using Windows machine, and then go down the program list, and you'll find Adobe Reader on that list.
0: What, what operating system are you running, by the way, Craig? Seven. With well, seven, okay. Then so here's, an- what he here's
2: said. another way. Go to adobe. Com, uh, and uh, go to, you know, download Reader, and see if you can download the the latest version because. If you have the latest version, it will tell you. And if you don't, it will allow you to download the latest version. It's likely that by downloading the latest version, it will fix this problem. Right.
0: Yeah.
4: Right. Okay. Uh-huh. The, the the troubleshooter in me um, thinks that, let's see if we could launch it by itself and if, if it launches by itself, too, because that'll tell us something as well. But I like Gary's
2: all-in-one solution. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of yeah, a simple. It'll, it'll, yeah. fix what, it'll fix it if it. It'll fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: and Adobe Reader is one of the few things on a computer that a lot of people I have noticed don't bother to go through the trouble to update. They just kind of let it sit there, you know, and they're using Adobe 5, and it's 2014, and it's up to Adobe 12 I, Well, now.
0: And that's because Adobe 5 didn't have the auto-update capability,
1: right. which oh. they included, I think, in Adobe. No. Yeah, because
4: I...
0: Adobe 5 didn't have the auto update, because I was going to say I get a notice every other day when they're putting a change in. But apparently, uh, Adobe 5 didn't have that, right. and that may be part of what and, Kent can uh,
2: Foster, I think um, you do what we would recommend, which is it'll come in and it'll default to just install the latest version. Right. And we would say, don't take the default in this case. Just say, remind me when, mm-hmm. you know, notify me when a new version's available. Right. And then you decide when you want to download
4: Yep. So, so what have you found out?
6: Um, the other thing too is it says Adobe Online Services, and it you know convert PDF to Word Excel, and then it, it like tries to sell you something like y- a,
2: yes, Yeah, So you got to yes. find the free version. Let me just see.
0: Yeah, I would. That. You know what I would try to do? I would first of all, I would say take the extra step of going to your program manager. You know, add and remove progr- add and remove programs. Uh, and then I would remove the Adobe and then go to the Adobe site online and download it. That way, if there's something followed up in the system, you've cleaned it out, and then you can do that. And, uh, that would be my extra safe way of doing it, although Gary's way, I think, is probably just as well. But the key is to go to the Adobe site. Cal, were you going to say something?
4: Well, uh, you know, No, Gary's way was the... Uh,
0: was just uh, simply to go up there and update it.
4: Well, see, so he's trying to go to update it, but they're trying to sell him something. That's oh, what oh, I'm oh, saying. I beg your pardon. So now I understand. That, uh, yeah. So, are you saying you went to Adobe.com and they tried to sell you something?
6: Well, actually, I'm there right now. Oh, uh-huh. okay. Um, okay. But I cannot open any file that's not open a recent file. Can't open it. It says something about it. It was sent through email. It was corrupted. And then it gives all the online services on the next, uh, I don't know what you call okay, it. Okay. So, wh-
4: what we want to confirm is I-, I like Gary's solution. It is the simplest. So, if you went to www.adobe.com and scrolled down on the website... And I think there is a Downloads mm-hmm. in the gray portion of the screen. Um, and there's a Downloads, and there's an Adobe Reader that you can click on. Right.
6: and That was my next question. Mm-hmm. Um, reader, Writer. I mean, No, read,
0: yeah, no, 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 no just, the the reader, just the, the Reader. The Writer will cost okay. you some money. Yeah, the Writer will cost yeah. you. Right. All right. And See they you. will always try to. Any, any site you go to, there, there is a business. They're going to try to make you uh, you get the Reader, Writer, which will include uh, you know, the, the cost of doing that. But if you just simply want the Reader, you can get that. Okay. Yeah.
2: I'm not complaining. I'm just asking.
0: You know, no, 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 no. If I've got to
2: pay for something that I need, I'll pay it.
0: But no. you know something it's worth saying to you, that this will happen most, with a lot of sites.
2: Yeah, most people don't need the writer. No. no. You, you want the reader.
0: And this will happen, for instance, we found with Malwarebytes, our old favorite Malwarebytes.org. If you go there now, they're going to try to steer you toward the professional version. Uh, fortunately, Ed, in our toolkit, has got a link to the just the free Malwarebyte, uh, you know, the anti-malware program. If you want the paid one, that's fine. And the the logic of this is it's a company that's trying to make some some money to keep alive, and the old free model has not worked real well to help them stay alive. And
2: and what you want to do probably is there's an optional offer uh, to install McAfee Security. Make sure you uncheck that. That Yes, very good point.
0: Uncheck? it. uncheck uncheck it. it. And by the way, this is a word for all of you out there listening to us. When you, from now on, as you're downloading, keep an eye on the screen because as you go through, it will say something like, and it will have the box checked off already for you, yep. install McAfee Security. Install Ask Toolbar. Install ask Google Toolbar. Oh, that Ask Toolbar is horrible for all the junk it puts on your That's machine. Ask, A-S-K. ask, Thank you. Look at that out of there. Think, so, think and we, we had the president quiet, ask asked. Yeah, so just be-
2: We should have learned in class had we been
0: paying attention. Right? Well, no, and, but and for instance, we no longer send people to the CNET download site because there is so much stuff that gets there before you even get to your own download. So just be wise, folks, as you do that. Hey, I hope we've helped you. By the way, our forums are back up. So if you want to go into the forums during the week, you can hey, go nice, there nice. and there's some people that help you there. Take care of yourself. Again, that's going to the internetadvisor.net homepage and click on forums and you'll find a lot of very smart people to help you. Thank you so much for having joined us for our program today, The Internet Advisor. Again, if you have just kind of happened by and you aren't a regular listener... We're during the spring and summer session, going to be on live on WJR, 760 AM in Detroit. That's our flagship station. We're also on our network, and our affiliates are heard throughout the state through Michigan Talk Network, and uh, we're delighted to have everybody available. But uh, what it means is that you folks who are just kind of cruising by, 760 AM on Saturday afternoon, happen to run into us, you can get into the conversation here very simply by calling 800 Eight five nine zero nine five seven, and we have still room for like another call in here. So let's get to it. Oh, by the way, uh, on Sunday nights I put together the podcast and post that online. What you see online right now at InternetAdvisor dot net is the program from last weekend, and a little later on today I'll be posting the website for today with the show notes in it, and then the podcast will be up tomorrow night. That's where you can go and you can listen to either small segments of the program, or listen to the entire podcast. Download it during the week for later
1: listening, all right? Now, did you keep that up for, ne- for a little extra period of time just because the governor was here last week? Well, season, I guess Okay, maybe. fine, We're <laughs> aging the governor,
0: folks. <laughs> Very delighted to have had the governor with us last week. He's a big fan of the uh, uh, FIRST Robotics team, and we heard today from Steve Heyer uh, that the team is going to be uh, competing next week in St. Louis. It's the... And it's the World Championships. World Championships yeah, because in
2: it's it, Or international National, but I think they call it the World Championship. Yeah, so
0: it can be North America, South America. Well, actually North America because Mexico is considered part of North America right. as well. Mexico, Canada, and the U.S. But I think it's called World. Yep.
2: Just like the World
1: Series.
0: And it's going to be a great <laughs> competition. Good luck to our kids out there. They're doing a great job as well. All right. Oh, by the way, just another quick reminder for you. If you go to internetadvisor.net, as a toolkit there that Ed's created over the years. It's got some great resources in it. And our forums are now back live. Thanks very much to Vince Molesky and the team at VC Web Design that made that possible yeah, thanks great,
2: guys great company that uh has helped us out many times over the
0: years many so. many many times all right let's go hey kent how you doing this is kent from milford welcome to the internet advisor how can we help you
6: hi um yeah i've taken some of those uh, new horizon courses i heard you talk about yeah They're pretty good excellent um, my question is um i've got a lovely wife who spent six months putting all my videos that i took of all my kids going to high school and sports yeah onto discs like us uh, dvds right and then she saved it on her computer, um, and it's 300 gigabytes of data. Okay. It's huge. So I don't know how, how the best way is to save that, mm. whether it should be external or like this carbonite or whatever you guys
0: are talking good about.
1: Good question. Very good question, guys. Me, me. Can I Okay, it? Cal. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. Good question. I, I do a lot of video as well, uh, Kent, and, and, and I do both uh what i would suggest you to do in my in my humble opinion because hard drives external hard drives are cheap i would get two not just one two of the uh external hard drives usb or or whatever protocol that's running on that particular computer uh copy those files each to uh each one of those drives and then uh, i would probably do a subscription to uh, i i i use uh crash plan is my is my uh, backup a uh, uh, cloud backup of choice and then i would just subscribe to them and and back it up to there that way i'd have it in Two different places. I'd take one of the two USB drives and you could put it away somewhere in the house. The other one I would store somewhere else if those videos are something that's really <laughs> important to you to keep.
4: No, really, at a different off site location like
1: grandma's and
4: you know, isn't that what you said you do you do, Gary?
2: Yeah, I do. Well I try to do it. I used to try to do it. Now I'm um because never I never could get it. That way, get it done. I because you know um, you have cloud and
1: and storage basically. Yeah, the difference it, in this particular case, Gary, is that what he's doing is not backup. This is archiving. Right. So archiving, archiving is a one time shot. Yep. He just takes it and puts it away. You know, yeah. my
4: wife and I did something similar where we took we took uh, eighteen family VHS tapes, converted them to DVD, and then in the process we them, converted them to AVI. And uh, and they they just plugged up her computer. And I'm like, I got to get rid of these. And I I did the same thing. I put them on an external hard drive, put it in my sock drawer. And and the other backup is her is her uh, laptop, and the, we took the VHSs and put those over Grandma's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Canada, you
0: know? if you go to if you guys got, excuse me just for a second, if you go to external hard drives, if you go to Amazon. I'm an Amazon Prime member, for instance, and let's say a $500 Toshiba uh, external hard drive right now is going for f- 55 bucks.
6: Oh wow, that's cheap.
0: I okay. mean, it's it's incredibly cheap, and a, ter- a terabyte isn't much more. Right. But I uh, uh, I just as a matter of fact took one over to my daughter's house last night right. a 500 terabyte. What a five hundred gigabyte Great, great grandpa. There. Yeah. Well,
2: and I used to back up everything to, to the cloud, but now I'm doing some video of my son's uh, lacrosse games, and mm-hmm. uh, those are 7 gig, and that's pretty hard to, to now, back up yeah. each Wh- time I use it. So, Excuse now, me the one terabyte for, for, for
4: uh, video editing, Gary, on your Surface?
2: Uh, CyberLink is uh power director. Okay. And uh, I like it. You could use uh, Movie Maker as well, but uh, mm-hmm. I think CyberLink, it's got all the PC best-in-class awards.
1: Okay, so, and then our other friends over at Micro Center has the Western Digital One Terabyte USB three O drive for sixty four bucks. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say
0: the same thing goes for the Toshiba uh, at Amazon Online. Uh, you can get it for sixty five bucks. So. If-
2: yeah, fifty-five and sixty to and double the the yeah. Size, for ten dollars more, you get twice yeah. as much. because
0: yeah, yeah. the price of folks, the price of external hard drives right now is ridiculously low, and uh, it's a great time to go shopping. Eddie? Now, now, what we did, we after we saved
4: these to the external drives and the laptops and everything kids graduation came up oh my gosh we had to go through those 300 gigabytes <laughs> and, and just pick out those little snippets yeah. and then and put together a 15 little cabage you know a collage of these movies so that when people were in the house we, we had a we had a video looping for
6: them
2: yeah oh, that's, really that that's kind of
0: cool that is really kind of yeah. cool. okay so i hope you he helped you out there yeah
6: yeah it helped a lot thanks a lot all yeah.
0: right thanks ken right. thanks for calling and we've got uh, sharon with us from lansing how may we help you sharon here on the internet advisor
7: uh, well, I'll make it quick because I know you don't have much time. That's good. Thank you. Um, I have an iMac, and I just recently did the free upgrade to Mavericks, and I thought everything went fine. But in my Finder window under Devices, it's got five or six things there, in folders. Mm-hmm. And I click on them, and nothing is there. And I went to the uh, Restore, and mm-hmm. in the Restore window, you know, have all these little folders lined up. I don't have any folders lined up. Mm. But to make a long story short, what i finally did was i unplugged the computer mm-hmm. and plugged it back in and mm-hmm. then everything is there ah. but now every time i do it it's happening it won't ah. be there i unplug it and then the next time it'll be there hmm.
1: Cal? well what i'm going to suggest you do is uh, in your if you go on your mac when the folders are there if you go into applications and then go to a folder that's called within there that's called utilities and, we're, and we're, yep.
7: we're, where's the application one
1: Go, it's uh, it's under on your uh, left you hand. Yeah, I'm,
7: I'm looking, but there's a lot of them there.
1: It should well, they should be in alphabetical order. So I yeah. go up to the top of the list.
7: No, I mean I can't even find the. I have that uh, little bar there, the dock.
1: Uh huh. Oh, no, no, honey. What we wanted you to do is this: go to your finder. Okay, down there on the bar on the dock. Yeah. That first I'm, that first little square box with the little face in it. Click on that.
7: I don't see
1: it. It's on the I left see, hand side, on the it. very end.
0: Well, that, it,
7: that app store.
0: No, you should have the Finder should be
1: on the left in your. Yeah, doc. I've
7: got the find. Okay, I have, I'll just look on the Finder page. That, I that's have that exactly it. right. And
1: when you put that up, you'll find an, a folder that says Applications.
7: Only I don't.
1: You should be able to scroll down if uh, it's if, not you, there. if you get on the
0: list view. You should be able to scroll down. I'm
7: on list view.
1: Hmm. Okay, Okay, then in that case, then I want you to click on, uh, go up to the top where it says Finder, and I want you to click on Finder Preferences.
7: Okay, I looked in there.
1: And then where it says New Finder Windows, what does it say there?
7: It doesn't say New Finder Windows.
1: Okay, I tell you what. I'm gonna. You hold on. I'm gonna catch you on the phone because okay. we're at the end of the show right now, and maybe I can help you out with this. Okay.
7: Okay. Thank you. All right. You stand
0: thank you. by. We should mention as well, by the way, Sharon, and for the rest of you Mac users, coming up next weekend. Yes. The Mac Group, which the big one of the biggest uh, Mac user groups in the country, is going to be meeting at uh, the.
1: If you go to MacGroup.org, yeah, you can get all the information right there on our on our web page. We, we meet in Farmington Hills, which is right off uh, 696, so you, it's easy to come down from. Lansing and uh, we'll be there between two and five and you can come down and we can help you out as well. And especially if
0: you get there at two o'clock, you'll get some personal assistance from very smart people, very good people up there. You can even bring your Mac with you if you want to. And I'm gonna do the same thing myself, by the way, hopefully this coming weekend. So thank you very much folks for joining us. Internetadvisor.net is our homepage. Go there for a world of things, and by Sunday night, you'll have our podcast up there as well. Have a great week. You've been listening to